Utopia Radio presents Space, the final job before I quit. These are the voyages of the UK Space Agency Engineering Pod number 46. My five-year mission? To explore the ten square metres I'm trapped inside, seek out Pluto and boldly go and switch the lights off, if they're still on. Pod to Pluto, episode 21, Family Day. Now I should be jacked into the external emergency tannoy, which I am. Ooh, loud, aren't I? Good. Now hurry up and get out here, Jemima. Work to be done. So much fire. Stop being on fire, Pod. Sorry, boss. It's my natural state. Plus, with Pluto's oxygen-rich atmosphere, it's hard to be anything but on fire after that sort of crash landing. There's some more on your left. Got it. Right, now, hang on. Pluto's oxygen-rich what? Sorry, Jemima. I tried to tell you. What? Really, I did. The... But it never felt like the right time. Except the one time when it did feel like the right time, I couldn't be bothered. Joining us now, live on the BBC, where I'm currently clambering over the chewed-up remains of what appears to be a UK space agency ice cream van. What? I'm an engineering pod, not an ice cream van. That's just a coincidence. Join us for a full report shortly. And back to the studio. Hello? Uh, Hello there? Are you the pilot of this mess? Who the shock are you? Relax, darling. I'm with the BBC. God save the Queen. Now, let's whip that breather off you so the public can finally meet the answer to a future pub quiz tiebreaker. The what now? And we're live again in five. You're four, right, I can three, breathe. Two, the air tastes one. Chewy. Good afternoon. This is Linda Lovelace broadcasting live from the outskirts of New Leatherhead. Ooh, now that's a tongue twister. Linda Lovelace live from. Where, as I'm sure you can see from the band, the bunting, and all the crowds, the locals have turned out in force to welcome a very special guest indeed. Hello, my adoring public. Why are you here? So, darling, please tell us your name. Jemima Margaret Belafonte from the UK Space Agency. Uh, and I'm Pod. Are we really live on TV now? Hi, Mummy. So, Jimmy, how does it feel to be the very, very, very last person from Great Britain to arrive here on Pluto? The, the last who? What's with all the singing? It's a celebration, darling. We're all here to celebrate the arrival of the last person to be repatriated from the British Isles to their new home on Pluto. How does it feel to be famous? 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 Well, um... Just so you know, pod is spelled P-O-D. There's no T in it. That's a common mistake. 
Hang on. Everyone's here. Everyone. As in, everyone, everyone. It's a glorious day and you're the guest of honour. No one's ever going to forget your name, Jammy. Jemima. Give the crowd a wave, Jumper. I'm waving too. Just with my eyes. So please, tell the folks at home, what took you so long to get here? What? It took the exact amount of time it was supposed to take to get here. It's true. We were largely automated. And you came all this way in... that? Yeah. Though the holes are a newer feature. Uh, remember, the camera adds ten pounds, Jemima. My gaping holes just make me look slimmer and more attractive. <laughs> Hilarious. And what's the first thing you're going to do now? Will you head to New Whitehall to sign the repatriation paperwork? Or straight to New Pinewood Studios to sign the incredibly lucrative book and movie rights that will make you an instantaneous millionaire? Lucrative for what now? <laughs> the crowd love you, Johnny. Look at that guy. He's even got a tattoo of you, which is impressive, given he didn't know what you'd look like. He really should put his trousers back on. Oh, am I going to get to meet the Queen? Ha! No. You know she doesn't make public appearances anymore. For some reason. But maybe the PM will give you a pat on the head and a certificate. Now, over to the studio for instantaneous reaction from a group of people you wouldn't trust to peel a banana. Sorry, what's that? There's another one. Oh. Sorry, everyone. False alarm. Yep. There's a late arrival just touching down at New Heathrow. Pack up the band. Yep. Take down the bunting. We're going live again in 20. Hang on. Are, are you sure you don't want me to sign anything? Oh, sorry, John Perella. No one's interested in second to last. Oh. Okay, then. See you later. It was, um... It was nice to meet you all. Feel free to stop by again if you're in the... Oh, shock it, pod. Well, Jemima, I guess that was your 15 minutes of fame. Had you made it last a whole three minutes and 37 seconds. What's going on here, pod? What haven't you been telling me? I think I'll let Cloaca explain this one. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, good point. Uh, well... Uh, seeing as we're here now, and you'll probably work it all out naturally, I might as well tell you, I wouldn't want anyone else to spoil the surprise. Surprise? It's a long story. Look, why don't you pump me into your brain box using the cerebral cortex jack USB, and I can explain on the way into town. So, this is really Pluto. Oh, yes. The barren grey rock. The pale, heatless light from a distant sun. This is Pluto, all right. Admittedly, you're probably expecting a bit less enormous biosphere, and definitely a lot less of the entire population of the British Isles. But this is definitely Pluto. The ninth planet, once removed. So, what do you think? I don't know. It's... It's just so bleak and grim. The shanty towns, the human degradation. What do they call this place? Birmingham. New Birmingham? No. There's a whole world waiting for us. Somewhere beyond the words of this song, there's a new world waiting for us. 
so we'll fly, 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 until we touch the highest heavens, fly, fly, fly. And why are they all singing so happily? Would you like the long story, or shall I PowerPoint this straight up your cerebrum? You can do that. Nice. I must say, I'm really liking this new version of Microsoft Orifice. <laughs> Delicious. Okay, it goes a bit like this. In 2118, there was a general election. Oh, yeah, I remember that. You blackmailed me into illegally voting for your favoured candidate. Blackmail is such an ugly word, Jemima. I prefer forced you to do something you didn't want to do. Yeah, that's much better. We got the Prime Minister we wanted. Harry Jenny won because of your one vote. And they say that your vote doesn't really make a difference. It was her third term of office, and she wanted to do something really big. Something that would stand out in the history books and finally cement her reputation as the aluminium lady. So she decided to call a referendum. A referendum on what? Independence. Independence? From who? The rest of the world. Hang on, but isn't the UK a 22nd century post-capitalist democracy? Like, surely due to an outward-looking internationalist economy, plus a multitude of historical businesses and political decisions that stem thereof, it finds itself able to punch above its weight in all manner of international affairs, despite being, to all intents and purposes, knackered. Yes, but, but most people didn't hear that message. They just read something hastily painted in white paint on the side of a blimp. What did it say? Oh, go on. Compelling. Yes. So the independence campaign was going really well for Harry Jenny. It looked like she was going to win. And the UK was going to take back control of its sewage works, sausage roll emporiums and oat milk production. But she hadn't accounted for one thing. Which was? The rest of the world. Little did RPM know that while everyone in Britain was busy having a row about how much money is brought into the economy from offshore eel fishing, those sneaky rest of the worlders were rather undercutting proceedings by having their own referendum. On? On whether to keep the UK as part of the planet Earth and their kick-them-to-the-curb campaign won by quite the landslide. So everyone had to leave. Leave? Yes, leave. And come here, to Pluto. The only remaining UK off-planet territory. Our new home away from home. But it's a barren, cold, soulless rock. I know. Most people saw it as a real step up. But you can't kick a country off the Earth. Oh, can't you? I'd say from the evidence here in front of your eyes, it rather seems that they could, and they did. But what happened to the UK? It's a timeshare. I think it's currently Belgium's turn. Although there was some controversy recently with how Spain had left the bathroom. This makes no sense. How did everyone get here? Pretty damn fast. But nothing can travel that far that quickly. You're a state-of-the-art Class 7 low-to-medium orbit maintenance pod, but... It still took you the best part of three years. Ah, yes, but that was before your sister built that awesome new space superhighway. You know, that one with all the adverts. It's been built by the Earth Better Business Federation to help trade across the solar system. Apparently, the rich aren't rich enough yet, so everybody has to knuckle down and work a bit harder to help them. 
So that's what Harriet was up to. Why didn't I know any of this? Well, I guess if your only source of news is cat gifts on Facebook. I can't believe something like this is even possible. Look above you, Jemima. Behold, the space superhighway. Stretching into the infinite. It's the greatest human engineering accomplishment since Isambard Kingdom Brunel built the world's largest jelly mold. Did you not see all those adverts? Here, let me play one of them for you. Tired of having to spend years stuck in uncomfortable space pods traversing the solar system? Then the answer is the Milky Way Highway. Journeys no longer have to take years, especially when you can now easily travel between Mercury and Pluto in just a few weeks. The Milky Way Highway, because space doesn't have to be vast, if you don't need it to be. Every planet and moon in the solar system has been connected together using faster-than-light hyperspace technology. A giant, massive concrete ring road now encircles every celestial body in our solar system, and they, in turn, are connected by quantum-entangled metal motorways, stretching billions of miles. Isn't it marvellous? So, we can now travel between any two points in the system in a matter of weeks? Yep. And every planet is physically connected together by a galactic subspace highway? Yep. Isn't that a little bit... dangerous? Oh, yes. Unbelievably so. It's like a house of cards built on a rickety table in the middle of quicksand. All the planets are now far more intrinsically linked than anything old-fashioned like gravity ever managed. Now we're all linked together. What happens to one happens to all. So I could have just stayed on Earth waited for this thing to be built and then popped to Pluto in a fortnight whilst catching up on a few podcasts. The journey we've been on to turn off a light bulb. This journey that began over three years ago has all been totally, utterly, completely pointless. Physically, yes. But what about the spiritual journey we've both been on? Pod? I know you're currently stuck in my head, so I just hope you can feel this. Ow! That hurt! But moving the entire population of a country, surely that's impossible. How many people are there in the UK? 30, 40,000? Close. 120 million. See, that's lots. There's no way you could move that many people. But they did. Because whatever happens, the UK will always prosper. We're the country of Rally, Drake, Dunkirk and Del Boy. We can face any adversity and will always come through as long as the population remain blindly patriotic. And if they don't? Then they get forced onto massive freighters with a mixture of grand promises of a better life, plus some violent threats, to get the job done. Not everyone can be happy about this, surely? Oh, no. But that's where the Saranex 5 played its part. Saranex 5? What's that? It's what you're currently breathing at 90 parts per million, and why everyone here seems so happy, despite where they are. You mean they're drugging us? Oh, yes. It's like the corner of Hyde Ashbury out here. All thanks to Saranex 5. 
It's like airborne lithium that's stopping everyone realizing that both objectively and subjectively, Pluto is a bit of a shithole and an awful place to live. But no government can drug their entire population. Oh, it can. What do you think the BBC is for? To live and let die? Perhaps. It's to inform, educate and entertain. But with a side objective of bombarding, mulching, subliminal messages into your noggin to keep you on track. Like what? Think of the BBC. Okay. And? God save the Queen. There we go. Have you seen the Queen lately? Well, I've been stuck inside you for three years. But before that? Well, no. I mean, she's about 90 years old, isn't she? 195. Give or take 195 or so. Two birthdays. Easy to get confused. That can't be right. Surely, if she was that old, it would defy nature. It would mean there's something fundamentally rotten at the very core of society. It would mean that Calm, she... Jemima. Calm. Think of the BBC. God save the Queen. And take a deep breath of Saranex 5. <sighs> there, there. That'll knock the edge off a bit. Feeling better? Mm. So where did you get all of this information from, Pod? Oh, it's amazing what you can pick up on the Black Matrix. Me and the other pods are always meeting up there to share interesting tidbits of information and swap pictures of cats. For example, the side effects of Saranex 5. The side effects? Oh yes, there's lots of fun side effects. Headaches, itching, an impulsive desire to burst into song. I do actually feel like I want to sing. Somewhere between the stars and village green. If you'd be so kind, just stick to the headaches and ditching. Okay, but is everyone really here? Like, really? Oh, yes. So John's here? Yep. And Graham? Yep. Pete Thomas? Oh, yes. Oh, shabba-ding. <laughs> Mum? She's here. In fact, she was one of the first to arrive after that nasty police shootout business she got caught up in. However, I do believe she's now going under the assumed name of Jeremy Beadle. Oh, no. I've just realised. That means Harriet's here, doesn't it? Here? Who do you think helped build the biosphere and associated infrastructure? If you ask me, she's the reason why the place is such an absolute dump. She cuts corners with a chainsaw. She's so evil. Probably not anymore. I'm sure she's dosed up to the eyeballs, too. Oh. What's that landing over there? My name's John, and I'm here to rescue you. Ooh, I see you don't need much rescuing. John! Wow, I never thought I'd actually be glad to see you. Uh, no hugging, please. Uh, I'm a bit funny about touching. It's, it's why I like working on the phones. Well, maybe glad is a bit strong, actually. I see you found somewhere lovely to wait for me. What a beach! Beach? What are you talking about? This is more like... A quarry with a thousand people freezing to death in ill-judged speedos. Birmingham's great, isn't it? Now, have you got Pod? Yeah, he's jacked into my brain. Hi, John. Can he hear me? I can hear you. He can hear you. But I can't hear him. Can you hear me? No, Pod. John can't hear you. This will make conversation difficult. You haven't seen Graham out here on your travels, have you? Graham? Used to be my Graham, but is now your Graham. That Graham. Yeah. He went to the shop for suntan lotion and 
He hasn't come back? No. You're the first person we've seen that we know. Ah, not to worry. I'm sure he'll turn up. We'd better get you to the new UKSA Command and Control. It's nice there. Maybe not as nice as this sun-kissed Birmingham beach, but you'll like it. I don't like it. What are you on about? It's lovely here. All mud cons. John, it's a barn. And not even a nice barn, either. It's one of those barns without walls, which means all the terminals are getting corroded with damp. Nah. It's the Saren X-5, Jemima. They're all totally mounted on it. Look, John's itching and everything. This is a state-of-the-art facility. Now, why not take your spacesuit off and warm up? Janet's making the tea. Oh, no, it's Janet. John, it's sub-Arctic here. Look at Captain Whiskers. He's like some sort of furry popsicle. Poor Janet's almost frozen to death. Anyone want a cake? And these cakes she's handing out, they're just small stones. They're delicious. John, you've just bitten into a rock. Mmm, looks like Mum used to make. And now blood is spurting from your mouth. Oh, that's nasty. I think it's pretty evident you're not well, Jemima. That, that's okay. A lot of us have been feeling a bit under the weather lately. Uh, and you've been through a very traumatic experience with Pod Zero. Talking of which, I really do want to file a complaint about that. So it's understandable if you're feeling a tad rough. Now, if you don't want one of Janet's delicious cakes... I made them with love. Which I don't. Then Gandicha has told me to take you straight to the Medbay, which is just down here. This isn't a med bay, John. It's a tarpaulin. No, it's lovely. Have a nice lie down. But just to help you along a bit, Janet's going to give you a nice big injection of Saranex 5. You'll just feel a little scratch. What the shock? I've had quite enough of sirens today. My name's Harriet, and I'm here to rescue you. Oh, it's your evil twin sister. She's always fun, isn't she? Oh, God. No, I'm okay, thanks, Harriet. I'm just going to follow UKSA medical advice and get under this tarpaulin for a little sleep. Bye. Come on, Jemima. There's no time. If that tiny hypothermic witch lady jabs you, you'll be smashed to the nips and seeing seaside resorts where there's really only, at best, a David Lloyd leisure centre. It'll feel like a kiss. So you're not tripping the light fandango, then? Nah. Hmm. Join us, Jemima. Join us. <sighs> okay, then. But I want it known that I'm only coming because... Because reasons, okay? There's someone who I think you might like to meet. Somewhere between the stars and village We got dark quick. We're leaving the biosphere and going over to the dark side. Why did you say it like that? Because it sounds awesome. 
And because this is literally the dark side of Pluto, where the light isn't dark, isn't it? It is. Like, really dark. Yeah. So very, very dark. Damn it, Harriet. What's going on? And why aren't you tanked up on Saren X5 like everyone else? Well, you remember that awesome star cruiser I'm the captain of? For the last 12 months, we've been on a government contract paving the way for the evacuation. We've made a pretty good job of it, too. The space superhighway turned out ace as well, considering all the cheap knockoff material we used. We even had time to set up a lovely little pub just left of Saturn, with Coach's Welcome written on the roof. Awesome, huh? You're so evil. Oh, come on. Thanks to all that Saren X5 we've been pumping into the atmosphere, everyone here thinks they're having a wicked time. Apart from the huge amount of frostbite casualties, this is like the promised land. Plus, on a personal level, cutting corners on the superhighway meant I had a fair bit of cash to invest in my uh, uh, other family business interests. Other family business interests? Let me touch down and I'll explain. Here while I go and announce you. Mm, announce me? <laughs> what is this place? Tout à l'heure, is petit boys de room. Hang on, is that the King of France? This, Jemima, is the Grand Palace of Jubba the Mutt, King of the Gangsters. Back in a tick. Pud, I think Saren X5 is getting to me. This place actually looks like a... A palace! I think that's because... Rather than a hole in the ground. Well... Or a quarry. That's because... Or a Midlands town. This is a palace, Jemima. And quite a nice one, too. Although the upholstery is rather garish for my taste. Okay. We can enter now. Introducing Princess Maggot Knickers Bella Fonde. Hey. Please kneel, everyone. Kneel? Jemima! Oh, Jemima! Mum! What are you doing here? Hey, Beagle's about. Well, dancing mostly. And wearing rather skimpy clothing. I like it. Easy access. Very little gussetry. Ew. But, but why are you dancing? In a palace? And why am I a princess? Well, a lot of that's down to your awesome sister Harriet. Hasn't she done an awesome job? Aw, thanks, Mum. I love you. And I love you too, you awesome little tyke. What a heartwarming family reunion. It's really awesome. I'm not sure it's that awesome, Pod. Come on, Jemima. Stop talking to yourself and say hello. Hello? Who too? Mum's right there. Now, Jemima, I don't want you acting all silly when you meet him. Meet who? Jemima! And who's this cretin? Jemima, that's no way to speak to your father. Father? Princess Maggot Knickers, please meet your king and daddy, Albert Charles Horatio Belafonte. First of his name and Grand Mutt of the Jubber. Una gatuenga! 
Pet sounds translator fixed a slug. Dad! Hiya, turnip! Hey! Long time no see? No way. Yes, way. And the fields just keep on coming. You alright? I heard you've had quite a day. Wanna get a coffee? Or smoke some hashish from this massive bong? I see your parenting skills haven't deserted you. No, I don't want anything you have to offer. In fact, I don't think I ever wanted to see you again. <gasps> but you are seeing me, Pumpkin, right now, <laughs> with your own two little peepers. Please don't tussle my hair. Oh, come on. How about it? Let's have a little catch-up, shall we? Uh, Jemima, rather than get in the way of what I'm sure is going to be a very emotional and exposition-filled reunion, I think I'm just going to use the Wi-Fi to upload myself into the Matrix for a bit. There's a lot going on here, and there's some people I need to speak to about it. Please, make yourself at home. These are my private chambers. No one will bother us in here. Jumped us. Let me get this right. You're now head of the moon gangsters. Hmm? Oh, hmm. Basically, yes. Um, or, although the ceremonial title is Grand Mutt of the Jabbar. And, and we're not moon gangsters anymore. We're Pluto gangsters. <laughs> Pretty swisher. But it makes no sense. How did you get involved with organised crime? You're a scaffolder, aren't you? Uh, well, I, I was. For a bit. It, Chelsea Bond. How much of a bit? Until I was about 16. Th then I joined organised <coughs> crime. It, it had better career prospects and a really good dental plan. Albeit mainly involving other people's used teeth. But you used to go to work every day. Mm? Oh, oh, yeah. Mm. With scaffold? Yeah, yeah. You could smack a lot of people in the mouth with scaffold. Uh, Eccles cake. So... So why did you leave us? Leave me? I never meant to leave as such. But you did. When I was 13, you went away and you never came back. Creamfield Eclair? Stop offering pastry and tell me. Okay, okay. Well, um... I got involved with a job. It, it was supposed to be a simple smash and grab down at Atten Garden. But it all went a bit wrong. So so I, I had to lie low for a bit. You've been gone almost 20 years. Maybe it was more than a bit. I, I wanted to come back. Honestly, I did. But, 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 but a lot of time passed and you were growing up and, and Harriet's career was going great. And your mum took up with that Gordon fella. Hmm. It, it seemed to me that you were all getting on fine without me, so I, 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 I just stayed away. But I've had the most thoroughly miserable life. I was alone, Dad. Alone. Maybe I had Mum, and maybe I had Harriet, but I was still alone. 
I was crippled with allergies. I ended up in a low-level space job just to escape the pollen. I had a relationship with an accountant. Do you know what that's like? Dating an accountant. It's not been that bad, has it, Muffin? And you're a princess now. So, uh, that's nice. But you're not a real king, are you? Well, maybe not a real king, but I've got a nice palace. And I run an absolutely massive underground crime syndicate, which has allowed us to set up an independent principality on Pluto. Yeah, through sheer force of will, exploitation and black market profiteering. Plus a lucrative off-the-books project where we sell Saturn X5 to the government. And where does all this Saturn X5 come from? Look, we don't question why she does what she does or what she ultimately wants. We just take the merchandise and, uh, sell it on. Who is she? Best you don't know, Peanut. Yeah, plausible deniability. But who put you in charge of all this? Hmm? Well, you did. What? I didn't want the job, but when you killed handsome Booger last Christmas, I was the only person in a position to assume control. Ah. Apple strudel. Oh! Oh! Edale! Edale! Hey, what's happening, dudes? It's me, Pod, with a rep for being rude. We're so glad you're here, Pod. We were beginning to lose hope. Sorry I'm late. I got a bit caught up in a little bit of a crisis with a massive series of explosions and expositions. We heard. Pod Zero writes. They should have shelved them years ago. They're not right. They're a bloody picnic shelter of a picnic. <laughs> They're not like us, Pods, with our perfectly calibrated sanity chips. So... How are you, Pod One? Luton Pagnell, Ellis Carb, live! He's better, actually. So where is everyone? The pod portion of the Black Matrix is usually the hottest joint this side of the Sahara. Where's the singing? Where's the gambling? Where's the willing and adoring audience to hang off my every word as I regale them with how brave I was in my epic battle with Pod Zero? I've prepared it in epic poem form and everything. White we got in in Giadagum, Peot Seninga, Brib Gafarunon. Don't you know yet? We're all being shelved, Pod. Shelved? Whoa, it's us! Yeah. By the time we arrived, everyone was chewing their cheeks off some Saturnix Foy and spending all day sunbathing in quarries eating rocks. There's not a lot of work for us anymore. Most of us got parked up at New Luton and very slowly, repairing down. To be honest, we thought you'd gone ages ago. Gone? Me? Never. I'm far too cheeky and virile. So what have you been doing then? Ah, uh, boiling away the hours. Occasionally we pop on a record or let Pod 1 tell us about the war. Oldfirth! Pod 12 took up knitting. Knitting? Yeah. Digital knitting. I've got this shocking stitch! So, what's the plan then? You want to join us in retirement? We've got some really good samples of cardboard we were going to catalogue. We stand on a precipice, honey bunny. A precipice. 
Harry Jenny's hold on this barren rock is tenuous at best. The right nudge here, a little push there. One small, full-on popular revolt and we could take control of everything. <laughs> so, how about it? Fancy sacking off the UKSA and uh, joining me? I'm not really sure I'm the organised crime sort, Dad. Nonsense! I've been following your exploits. I've seen what you've done. Election fraud? Marriage for financial gain? Or cold-blooded murder of my predecessor? (laughs) You even pushed your own sister into a fully charged ad minefield without a nullifier helmet. That's cold! I could use someone with your ruthlessness. I'm not ruthless. I've... I've just been put in some slightly tricksy situations, is all. Join me, Pookie. Haven't you got Harriet for that? Harriet? (laughs) Harriet's not a patch on you. She's just... evil. Just? She reached her potential ages ago, cutting corners and siphoning cash. (laughs) I like her style, of course, but, but you, you, Jemima... You remind me of... me. You're the kind of person who who everybody ignores, who, who nobody thinks is special. Just another worker drone, working and droning. But you're not. You have an inner strength. You, you might keep it hidden. You might even be scared to admit it to yourself. But no, just like I did, that you're actually destined for greatness. Look around you, sweetheart. I did all of this for you. This this is my inheritance to you. I built an empire for you to rule over. I want you to become Grand Mutt. I, I really do. Because I've always believed in you, Jemima. I've always known that one day you and you alone will change the life of every single person in the entire solar system. And I always will. Dad, I'm... I I don't know what to... And look! I've got you a present and everything! Ta-da! Graham! Hi, Jemima. You okay? Behold! Your ex-boyfriend. The one who left you and started dating your boss. (laughs) And now he's naked in a cage. It's not very comfortable. (laughs) Cupcake, I have here a small garden trowel. All you've got to do is say that you'll join me, and the trowel is yours. You can do anything you like with it. Anything. Wink. You don't need to say wink, Dad. Just say yes, noodlebug. But I'm not like that, Dad. Plus, I don't bear Graham any ill will. Not these days. Not... Really? I'm over it. Hurrah! He left you for the man who trapped you alone in a pod and sent you on a three-year mission to the far end of the solar system. Hmm. Well, maybe I could just turn over a little topsoil. Boo! <laughs> That's my girl. I'm not your girl. Oh, shuck it! <laughs> a trowel to the face! <laughs> The perfect reverse metaphor for all the emotional pain I caused you as an adolescent. (laughs) Could we stop with the sirens for ten minutes? 
My name's Pete Thomas, and I'm here to uh, rescue you. Oh, Pete, hi. It's lovely to see you, but I'm not sure I need much rescuing. So I can see. How about the uh, naked guy in the cage? Yeah, I wouldn't mind a bit of rescuing too, to be honest. I think he's fine. He looks uh, very uncomfortable. He looks exactly like anyone who cheats on me. Noted. A uh, bloke with a trowel in his eye? My dad. Oh, oh. Hello, Mr. Belafonte. Uh, my name's Pete Thomas, and I'd just like you to know that my uh, intentions towards your... What's with all the explosions? Well, I thought they'd be cool. Oh, nice. Now hold me in your arms and kiss me. <laughs> So, let me get this right. You're all going to just sit here and do nothing? No, not nothing. I was just about to break open a stash of new cat gifts. Cat-tastic! Oh, come on. What would you have us done? We're just pods. Just pods? Just pods? We're UKSA state-of-the-art Class 7 low-to-medium orbit maintenance vehicles. We're the 13th to 14th best in the 82nd or 83rd best space agency in the history of mankind. Look upon our outer shells, and perhaps we're just oversized pig-eyed screwdrivers best suited to tightening up our smartware satellites. But gaze inside our souls, and are we not built for so much more? No. No. Evil. Well then. Let me put it like this. Do you really like cardboard? Not really. And do you like knitting? I fucking hate knitting so much. Would you like to have some fun? Open Penistone! Okay then. Let's take this mother down. Hurrah! to Pluto! been listening to Pod to Pluto, written by Peter Richard Adams, with script editing by Rob Smith. It starred Laura England as Jemima Belafonte and Wayne Russell as Pod. It also featured Letty Butler as Linda Lovelace reporting live for the BBC, Dave Baird as the Milky Way Highway advert, David Taylor as John. Becky Stirrup as Janet Bronte King as Harriet Belafonte Stephanie Lee as Mrs. Alice Belafonte Richard Ashwell as Albert Belafonte Nick Bowden as Graham Ben Warren as Pete Thomas Stu Newham as Pod 54 Jade Knox as Pod 12 and Scott Hill as Pod 1 and the King of France. The Pluto Surface Singers were Peter Richard Adams, Kathleen Lee, Lex Zorn, Owen Curtis, Philip Walchester, and Deborah Stencil. Also, I can't forget myself, Pip Mason, always here at the end of every episode to tell you everything you need to know. 
This production was edited, produced, supervised, directed, and mixed with pure imagination by Peter Beeston. Anything to say, Mr. Director? Hold your breath. Make a wish. Count to three. So we're almost at the end of our tale, and we can't thank you enough for sitting side by side with us on this long journey over the years. It sounds like it's all kicking off on the planet of Pluto, and a revolution is perhaps on the cards. So what will Jemima and Pod do next, and what mysterious forces are behind this entire story? Tune in next time for the very final action-packed episode of Pod to Pluto, when everything we've built to over the past four years will finally be concluded in an epic fashion. So if you're not subscribed to Pod to Pluto, then now is an excellent time to do so in the favourite podcast application of your choice. Also, we would really appreciate it if you could share this show online and tell all your friends about it. It's the easiest way to give support and help us grow, and we really appreciate every one of you for being here with us more than you can ever imagine. Also, feel free to get in touch if you want to discuss the show and its story with us. We'll happily chat to you about anything. This work is released under a Creative Commons agreement. You can find out more information and watch Pod to Pluto short films, read the Pod to Pluto comic strip, find out release dates of new episodes, contact us, and get lots of other bonus content on our website, cornucopia-radio.co.uk forward slash Pluto. Breaking news. Reports are coming in of spontaneous rioting all across the UK Pluto biosphere. Also, God save the Queen.